Football, baby! Travis, it is the inaugural playoff push for Losing Sucks. It also happens to be episode 42 here, and what a wild ride it has already started off to be. We've got pandemics throwing a right hook at our playoff chances. You've got guys who have been so solid all year long putting up duds. And then you've got unlikely heroes saving your season on a Tuesday, nonetheless. Travis, we've got one heck of an episode on tap for our listeners. And might I add, you might want to go hit that follow button over on Twitter. Follow us at Losing Sucks. Travis, let's get it started off right. Let's talk about where we're at. How are your teams doing? You've had one heck of a night here. Tell me all about it. It was. One of the nights I will remember for a long, long time. And it happens to be on the legs and the arm of Jalen Hurts. I feel like I need to buy a Jalen Hurts jersey. If it was a Super Bowl, I would absolutely have already done that. Oh, yeah. This man said, I got you. Odell said, I don't got your opponent. He went for less than a point. (laughs) Jalen Hurts and Antonio Gibson were my only two remaining in a in my longest 11-year-old home league. And I needed to outscore Odell and Matt Gay by 30. And they were able to do so. It was a dream come true. I was an 18% chance. Whoa. And I am staring right now. I am staring at my screen, and it says 100% advancing in the playoffs into the Final Four. My matchup next week has lost Leonard Fournette mm. and Chris Godwin, who we will talk about shortly. But I, I will not sleep for a long time tonight because I will just keep refreshing the app, <laughs> get on my computer, refresh that, and then get back on my phone and refresh that just to make sure, probably until 1 a.m., that this is real because it feels fake, but it's real, man. It's the, it's the like online version of pinching yourself. Like, this, this is why you real. play. Oh, this is why you play. Let me tell you why you don't want to play. You, let me tell you, Travis, because sometimes things happen wonderfully for you. Like in your case, where you were, you were slated to lose. You had no chance, you know, 23, 22% chance, whatever the, whatever the percentages were. I come into my matchup, first round of the playoffs in a family league. I went 13-1. and one. Just cruising. I was facing the eight seed, a guy who, honestly, Travis, he hadn't set his lineup all season long. You know, had Derrick Henry in all oh, year. I know where this is going. And uh, Logan <laughs> Thomas was his star tight end and managed to come in with four wins because everybody in this league makes the playoffs. So, naturally, it was like a bye week, right? 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 <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Wrong, man. I lost. I lost in the first uh. round. Lost in the first <laughs> round. Yeah, he, uh, for some reason, he had Debo on his bench. He had Josh Jacobs on his bench coming off there. How did you lose? Give us some insight here. What? Just a little background. I scored less points, Travis. Uh, I scored less points. Um, well, let me run it down. So my other star running back um, happened to be Alvin Kamara, and we're going to get to that game here a little bit later. The fun star-studded matchup that was that put up a whopping 
<laughs> not a lot of points. So we're uh, we're not having a great time in that league. That was the one. So like one of the things that I've been trying to accomplish. I don't have a Yahoo Fantasy League championship. I don't have that. I, I'm I'm sitting at a fat zero in that category on uh, Yahoo, and that was going to be like my one rock solid. You need chance that, that the manager comparison button is going to haunt you. <laughs> yeah, and now, now. <laughs> The one league where I'm like, this is a given. Like, no, like a lot of people don't really pay attention in this league. I can just win it. Nope, not this year. I lose to a guy who didn't play all year. Sometimes fantasy is a cruel, cruel mistress. Oh, what are you going to do, though? There were a few quarterbacks, actually. The list is much longer than it should be. That cost people chances oh. at advancing to the final four. And let's run Tyler through a Murray. few of these because this is a list of names that you would not expect to be on this list in week 15, sending you home after you put all your faith into these, these quarterbacks. Kyler Murray, mm -hmm. Joe Burrow, Kirk Cousins, Dak Prescott, Tom Brady. I mean, this is half of the league. Half of fantasy managers are starting these guys, and those are the guys that are likely going home tonight. That is just wild to think. Mm -hmm. You're in mm -hmm. this position because of Tom Brady. It's rough. And now you're going home because of Tom Brady. It's brutal. You know, not to look, not to put any extra flair on this, but you know who didn't send you to the next round? Justin Fields. Um, that. No, no, and he had a Hail Mary at the end that, that might have kept a couple people in it, but it was ugly for about 59 minutes and 56 seconds. Yeah, Ryan Tannehill, if you had him starting, he, uh, he was a disappointment this game. Uh, I mean, some names that we're going to bring up transitioning into our, uh, our next kind of conversation here. I like to call this one losing does suck because these guys are the underperformers. Dak Prescott has been a constant name on this list all season dustin listen listen to this home stretch okay as a fantasy community of analysts which i guess we would consider ourselves now at the end of our first season yep we said the cowboys should run the table and dak prescott should be arguably i these are my words out of my mouth arguably and my pick to be the QB1 over the last five to six weeks of the season. Not, not, it, not QB1 is in top 12, but the number one quarterback over the last five weeks. Oh, no. Let me tell you what he has done. Dak Prescott has gone under 13 points, which is yeah. horrendous. You are losing that week in four of the last Ooh. five weeks. I could not have been more wrong. The Cowboys are still hot. They're winning games. But Dak Prescott has been bad, and it is killing the Cowboys' weapons right now. It just doesn't make sense. It really honestly and truly does not make sense. Watching the, this, that team play, it hurts. Honestly, uh, watching two of the top-tier offenses fall off, I, I kind of jabbed at him. But Kyler Murray, where has this guy gone? Like, watching him... Against the Lions, There's Travis? There's an R word. Against the... Is there an R word that was spoken about your boy Kyler preseason? Um, R-E-G. Yeah, regular season MVP. <laughs> I, I completely agree. Um, he's kind of falling 
This goes with our theme of, of highlighting <laughs> right. when we get things right. Um, <laughs> this man he, regressed. He, yes, he broke his ankle, and he's playing through it, but still. Oh, my goodness. Watching this dude play, though, again. Look, he, they lost. Can I just tell you? It's like, it's like Space Jam happened. Jared Goff was the top-rated passer this week. Travis, the top-rated passer. And he sucks. More he, than losing. He is. We almost <laughs> called it losing Jared Goff. Jared that was going to be our podcast name. We, we stuck with just losing sucks. <laughs> but Jared Goff was the top quarterback in terms of passer rating. And just, I don't, I watched that game because I'm like, at least this will make me feel better. Kyler Murray just putting it on the Lions. And it didn't happen. Brutal. It didn't happen. Um. Some wide Tom Brady not also... only sucked, but he lost oh, his yeah. weapons. And oh, it's, goodness. It, if you're not out because of this week's performance, oh for sure, you're finding another option. We've, we've got immediately. Yeah, that'll that we've got plenty of segments here to talk about those guys. Um, Tom Brady though does pop up in our uh, lo- losing does suck quarterbacks edition. Um, the wide receivers that we want to talk about, Travis. I want to, honestly, these guys kind of. Let me just tell you, if I just start off this segment, or this section, talking about the wide receivers, Travis. If I just tell you, all of these guys, all all three of these wide receivers went for 120 yards combined. All three of them: oh, Deontay Johnson, C.D. Lamb, Hunter Renfro. They all combined for 120 yards and zero touchdowns. That's when the bright lights yep, that, are on, uh, that buys you these boys that buys you, you a one-way ticket to uh, better luck next year, Bill. Okay, that uh, yep. that doesn't get you to the next round unless you had Jalen Hurts. <laughs> yeah, unless you had Jalen Hurts. Oh, that's right, I had C.D. Lamb in that league or Mahomes and Kelsey. <laughs> I actually saw a few teams. I saw a few teams on Twitter that had Mahomes and Kelsey and lost. I not shocked. You thought after Thursday it is impossible right? they to blow lose up. Right like now. granted, the game was ugly to watch. And this weekend, yeah, this weekend, what happened was just so wild with injuries and stars underperforming that you could have you could have been caught from sixty or seventy points after Thursday night. No problem. Yeah, unbelievable. Just the the things that had been we had kind of started to take for granted, take as a given just weren't weren't there i mean look at look at the running backs travis look at the running backs that kind of underperformed you know you brought up three names um during our show prep that absolutely shocked me these three names combined for 54 rushing yards travis Najee harris it sounds it sounds impossible alvin Kamara. cordero patterson he doesn't get a pass because he's a wide receiver because he's not that anymore He's a weapon, and, and he contributed to the trio of running backs we just named that combined for fit. That's 18 yards a person. That's just unbelievable. It's like, I don't know. I don't know that I've seen a playoffs like this, but I feel, look, if you're out there, I just kind of gave a diatribe about how I lost being the number one seed. Look, don't feel bad. This is not on you. This is, if anything, if there's a lesson to be learned about fantasy right now, Travis, it is that it does not take being the best player at, in the playoffs to make it to the championship or win your league. It takes luck. It takes health. It takes the things that you cannot uh, adjust for or that you can't predict. Like, look, this is why this week right here, this is why losing sucks. We said that. Because it isn't always your fault. Sometimes it's the universe. 
You can put in all the time, and no, it does not matter. At the end of the day, no, 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 it does matter. But there are situations where, oh sure, you you put your guys in in the best situation possible, mm-hmm. but when the kickoff happens, there's nothing you can do. Everybody no. knows that. Yeah, it- and you're accepting whatever happens to greatly influence the rest of your night and right. week and month and year yep. and life. You you go you go all <laughs> season to look the whole game, the name of the game is fantasy football, but the the way you play it is probability. That's what makes that's what makes a championship so special when you win it. It's because like you put yourself in the 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 best position you could and you gave yourself the best odds. Right. You know, like you don't have to be the best team on paper. You just got to be no. the best that day, and that's why you got to be it. the best that that day. You got to have the guys that had the best week, and that's why you know any given Tuesday you could win. Any um, given Tuesday, <laughs> and that's, David, yep, that's David that's Njoku. The- <laughs> um, that was a de- a heated debate, if you will. Oh yeah, let's move to tight ends because <laughs> over the weekend, this- wow, Njoku versus Conklin, who would give you the better chance to win? I went with Najoku, Dustin went with Conklin, as did the majority of Twitter. Mm-hmm. And yeah, David Najoku had a touchdown called back. Had he not gotten that called back, and that was truly a 50-50. The toes came in. Yeah. Green grass first, white grass second, but it's still the same step. So they ruled it no catch during commercial. He would have had right. a double-digit day, but still beats Conklin. I would have won with either one. Um so, yeah, I guess I'll take the win because Njoku had twenty three more yards I, or twenty two more yards. I don't want to, but you're not happy with, with I was, either I don't one. Think it right counts now. as a it's win. Not a win either way. Think, like, yeah, no, I won. No one wins this. Like, I'll tell you who loses. Who's winning you championships? Mark, who's winning Mark you championships? Is winning you championships. Like that's who's winning you. That championships. is the correct answer. Like, I George Kittle even winning you championships. Like. Uh, yep. Dalton Schultz is scoring. Hunter Henry had one heck of a game um, in terms of tight ends. But, you know, those two guys, the guys that had been touted all over Twitter, you know, big conversations were happening um, between David and Joku because this was, you know, freak athlete time. And, like, you made a good point. Like, this is why touchdowns are so fickle. This is why you can have Kyle Pitts. Kyle Pitts gives you another single digit day. Yeah. Gotta love that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, not, not, fine. <laughs> cannot stand you sometimes he's, he's <laughs> chasing his 1000 yards but he will do it by single digits every week this That's is right. death by paper cuts yeah oh sure uh and uh for those keeping count i have like two weeks left for michael gallup to um make an appearance can somebody please getting, pray for me it's getting serious can someone please send this man a note can- just to recap Let's just recap the, the listeners because we've gained three listeners over the last welcome, few months. Welcome to Losing Socks. Thank and you for coming. To you three that are not aware, we made a bet preseason that if Michael Gallup finishes inside of the top 12 at any point for a single week this season, I, Travis, will shave my legs on camera for Twitter. No one wants that. And I- if, if, I, if Michael Gallup does not finish as a wide receiver one in a single week. Dustin will do this. And 15 weeks in a row now, I've been right. All it takes is one. It could happen on a Tuesday even. You just never know. For sure. I mean, the context was he did it three times last year. So I'm like, he's got to do it like once, right? Apparently not. He, needed, Apparently, he needs he Andy like Dalton half to the do season. 
Yeah. Um, trade him to the Bears. We could use Multi-pro bowl um, quarterback. All right. Let's move on to a, a quick little next man up segment. Um, we mentioned just the absolute travesty that has been the injuries to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And I look, we can make the whole segment just be about this team because honestly, the fancy implications that are going to echo, uh, even in this, you know, probably what is most likely for most leagues, the semifinals, the final four. Look, Antonio Brown is making a comeback. He's coming back this next week. He should be back. And Chris Godwin, unfortunately, tore his ACL. Uh, ugly, ugly hit. Uh, I knew it kind of as soon as I saw it. And I'm like, that is, that's a season ender. And uh, Mike Evans, hamstring issue. We don't know if he's going to be back um, for the regular season. Um, but Antonio Brown, Tyler Johnson, two guys obviously that are going to look to fill in. Obviously, Antonio Brown being the one of more consequence. And then, of course, you've got the other weapon for the Bucks in Lenny Fournette. Um, we're going to talk, we're going to look so towards, sad. <laughs> um, we're going to be honestly, you're, you're going to need to rely on Keyshawn Vaughn and Le'Veon Bell moving forward. Um, <laughs> Le'Veon Bell. <laughs> did he uh, sign there? Yeah, he signed there. <laughs> look, for oh, those really? of you that, yeah, he did. He did sign there. So Antonio Brown and Le'Veon Bell are on the Oh my again. gosh. Um, Huge no, news. but, but for real, uh, I, that was a jab at Travis, but Ronald Jones is going to be. The, the the stars are aligning in the world any, look, of Travis. Again, we like to come, give the context. It, come mid December, the stars tend to align. Travis tr- was constantly drafting Ronald Jones in like the the fifth, sixth round, um, like sixth <laughs> round, three percent of leagues in, in drafts, like thirty leagues, and he constantly called him. He's going to be you know like a top twelve running back, top fifteen running back. Yeah. Um, obviously that didn't happen for him, he but is, here, he, he was supposed to be what Leonard Fournette has been. Right. And I was right in the process, but it was the wrong guy. Yeah. Except for Ronald Jones is just bad. Um, but now honestly, oh, wow. this is where it comes down to Ronald Jones. Look, you don't have to be able to win the starting job to be able to be a starter. You just need an opportunity. And that's what Ronald Jones, he runs hard. He is explosive. And on that offense, getting all those touches. I think Ronald Jones is shaping up, especially with Lenny being out for the rest of the regular season. Ronald Jones is shaping up to be a league winner, folks. This, that schedule for Tampa, they face Carolina next. I think that they're going to ground and pound, especially with the lack of passing weapons now. Let's give some context to this real quick. Absolutely. Uh, spread some knowledge. Because I love Ronald Jones. And... Where I have him, he is likely going right into the starting lineup just on principle of he is a my guy, and now is the time for him to let it pay off. But let me ask you some, this guy or that guy, to see what window, what tier he falls in for you going into this week. Okay. Elijah Mitchell, if healthy. If healthy uh, in a matchup against, I believe they face, who do they face this week? I think they face Tennessee. Maybe. Um, I'm going to take Elijah Mitchell still. Because we've seen be, it from him. It will be Tennessee, yes. Uh, yeah, I'm going to take Elijah Mitchell. Okay. Um, let's see here. I had three really good ones. Who else do I we have, Travis? Okay. Um, Josh Jacobs. Oh, the Raiders. Who do they have? Um, 
I don't think it really matters. I think I'm going to go Josh Jacobs. No way. Why? Over Ronald Jones? What, what do you, yeah, what do you like about Jacobs, who has given you 9.4 and 5 in the last two weeks? And is versus Denver. Okay. Um, you might have caught me in between um, looking at his matchups. Um, yeah, well, <clears throat> that that doesn't sound great. Um, he has given no you a, Geo. Hold on, no hold Liddy. on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. No Godwin. <laughs> yeah, so there's a lot of need. He's getting right now. 20 touches. I mean, for sure. Um, Josh Jacobs, though. I don't know. They. I mean, who else do they have? Um, I could. I could see that being a toss-up. Um, I. I don't. I, I guess he was outrushed by Peyton Barber this week. Okay. Okay. Um. All right, last one. Let's call it a toss-up then. Um, Who else you got? James Robinson. Robinson versus the Jets. Oh, yeah. James Robinson to the moon. Robinson, who just had 21 touches for 87 yards, 88 yards, and and a score. Welcome back. Urban Meyer. Yeah. Thank God you're gone. Please. Just in time for all of us Robinson (laughs) owners. Goodness. Yeah, just in time for the fantasy playoffs. Welcome back, buddy. Okay, so that 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 hesitancy on those three guys tells me Ronald Jones is right in your fifteen to twenty range. Absolutely, absolutely. Okay. He's so going. That to is be, a healthy start. Yeah, he is. You plug him into your lineup. He's going to have that role. I'm not worried about them signing anyone else. Geo hasn't done anything all season. Ronald Jones is your guy. They're going to use him. They're going to have to trust him. Um. So yeah, plug and play. You. You. I don't think you have a better up-and-coming option on your roster most likely um so it's hard to tell though um if that's going to pan out we hope it does we made some picks last week coming into this week travis and we are going to have to tell the people what happened i'll start with my quarterback big pick of the week I picked Taysom Hill, and if you watched this game between the Saints and the Bucks, you know I didn't do so good. Um, Taysom had no touchdowns and really didn't throw the ball well, didn't rush for a bunch of yards. He was kind of milk toast. Um, I think he put up maybe 11 points. Um, it was rough. It was, it was a rough. Yeah, it was not pretty. It was a rough game, so not good. And my running back pick of the week didn't pan out well either I picked Clyde Edwards Alaire he went for a whopping nine rushes for 32 yards and two receptions for 18 yards so not a whole lot of production there Travis could have done much better that was tough Um, because Tyreek Hill and Kelsey played like absolute superstars huge games and when they're clicking and Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes knows they cannot guard. They know they can't guard these two guys. Right. For what, whatever they're running on defense, we have these two guys all night long, and there's no reason to run. So that it wasn't Clyde's fault. It wasn't like he sucked. It was just there was no volume to go around right? as far as the run game because they got everything they wanted. Wow. Yeah, no joke. But man, this one, this one right here just gets me going. Brandon Cooks, back yeah. to back. You ran hit Drake mm. on him, back to back, pick of the week. And that what does he good. do? Wide, Wide receiver, receiver three. three. What a call, Dustin. 
That was, I see, these are my favorite. I love victory lapping these. These are the ones that feel good. Let's go, Brandon. Putting up the third overall wide receiver, going seven for 102, two touchdowns against the Jags. Just Davis Mills looking like prime Peyton Manning. You just love what I love about this pick, too, is because it's it's not somebody like I, I had Nick Chubb as my running back big pick of the week. Right. And you're going to start Chubb anyway. Mm-hmm. So that's an easy pick to say this is a start. That's why we say big pick because my call was Chubb in the top five. Mm-hmm. He didn't finish top five. He finished number seven overall. 23 for 91 in a score. I'll take it. Yeah, One doesn't touchdown through the air. Big day for Chubb. He really helped you. But the thing about Brandon Cooks is he's somebody that you were deciding if you're an owner. Do I play him over player B? Yep. And when you see big pick of the week, there are a few followers that message us on Twitter and say, this convinced me to go with this guy. And then later on Sunday, you say, he gave me 22 or 25, whatever he gave you in a half PPR. He's the reason why I won my matchup. That just feels great. Christian Kirk was the same way. Um, Kirk and, and Brandon Cooks are both guys that you can look outside of the top 20 in rankings and say big pick of the week. Yeah. They both finish inside the top five. Kirk goes number four overall. Goes nine for 94. And just, a just, yeah, just incredible, an incredible day for Christian Kirk. I wish it was AJ Green, but for this segment's purpose, Christian Kirk got it done. And then Dallas Goddard tonight wraps up the week. Last game on a Tuesday night gives you a tight end number four on the week. Killed it. Was an absolute monster all night long. I have loved Goddard for a while now. I wish I had some shares of him. Unfortunately, I don't. My decision in the offseason or the, the draft season was Higby versus Goddard. And I went Higby. Right now, that hurts. Yeah. Because Goddard looks like a great tight end down the stretch. For and sure. their schedule is beautiful. Yeah. My big pick was Higby. And unfortunately, he did not play. That's tough. Yeah, you, you, you hate to see yeah. that. Um, but the unpredictability of the NFL season is just that. It's unpredictable. We want to take a moment, though, Travis. Um, you know what? Actually, we didn't, talk your, we didn't talk about your quarterback big pick because, you know what, he would have been throwing the ball to Tyler Higby. I, that game should. Yeah, you know, this is, a bitter, this is bittersweet because I've been very vocal about my pick for Stafford to be the NFL MVP since the preseason. Right. This was a chance for him on a down week for Kyler and Tom Brady to really step up and take a lead in that category. Mm-hmm. And he he did get two touchdowns to Cooper Cup, came back from 45 down to win a league on the back of Jalen Hurts and Cup. That was beautiful. Hashtag shrink league. Dustin created this amazing league where we shrink a spot every week. We are now down to four on four. and. Jalen Hurts and Cooper Cup needed 45. They gave me more than that. Matthew Stafford throws for 244 and two touchdowns. But that doesn't give you a big pick. He doesn't kill you, doesn't win you the week, and does not take a hold of the MVP standings. But, yeah, I wanted more, more from Stafford, but I was playing against Odell and Matt Gay, so I was also wishing that it was quiet. So I'll take it. Yeah, kind of take what you can get for, for that. Um. Yeah, honestly, I think Stafford might be. Yeah, I think he has overtaken, um, at least Kyler in the rankings. I don't know. Maybe I think it might still be up to Aaron Rodgers. We'll, 
We'll see. That's true. Rodgers is Rodgers right there too. People Kyler's for, out just because of injury. He missed too much about time. What Aaron Rodgers is doing? It's just it's God. I hate it so much. Um, He's the best in the I, league. I want to take a moment. Moment of silence. We've already mentioned them for our fallen angels. Pour it out. Pour one out Pour for one out. Our, our guys, Chris Godwin, Leonard Fournette. We'll miss you. The Cardinals from earlier this season. DeAndre Hopkins gone for the rest of the season. TJ Hawkinson didn't get to play in their win over Arizona. He's out for the rest of the season. Thumb surgery. Come back strong next year, young prince. You suck anyway. Hey, now. <laughs> you watch your mouth. That's the tight end five while he was playing. I um, had to say that until I die. But, yeah, he, so we he, lose was better, those guys. he was much better than I thought. We R.I.P. Lose, Hawkinson. We lose those guys. But you know what, Travis? With the loss, there comes, there comes life. And we have, been given, we have been given some names that we didn't expect to, to want or need or to, to bring us to the promised land. But darn it, here they are. Okay? These are, these are week 15 darlings. But I don't, think these are, I don't think these are guys other than one. I don't think these are guys that we are advising that you turn to again in week 16? Um, probably not. Um, so the first one, Craig Reynolds from the Detroit Lions. You know Craig Reynolds. You know, you've heard of that guy, right? <laughs> yeah, Craig uh, what, Reynolds. What, what, janitor? Is that the janitor? <laughs> yeah, he was the number two rusher um, this week. So uh, dude killed it. Way to go, Craig. Um, so he... 26 touches, like 100 and some odd yards. The 112, I believe. The dude just went ham. And that's what you want to see. Um, he might have been a flex for you. He might have been an RB2, but he got the job done. Duke, if you're listening to this and you started Craig Reynolds, please tweet at us. Screenshot your match. You know your boy did. That is ballsy. You know your boy did. You did? I did. <laughs> <laughs> wow where yeah in the bold statement league that's uh oh my goodness mm. that's matt that is just mm. balls yeah. dustin congratulations yeah. on moving that. on uh duke johnson 100 plus yards and two touchdowns where did this guy come from i didn't even know he was on a roster but then he goes and pops up he goes and and just honestly probably takes miles gaskin's job but much to the chagrin of Gaskin. Yeah, if you don't, if you have Duke Johnson, wow. Honestly, he might be someone to to monitor because they do like to feed it to one back, um, as much as they can. Um, uh, Tyler Huntley, holy performance, and this guy might have a future in this league. Two touchdowns through the air, two on the ground, seventy three rushing yards. They lost, unfortunately, to the Packers on that really ugly and questionable two point conversion call. But Tyler Huntley, like, what do you think? When do you think they trade Lamar Jackson? Right, like he's got to be headed out of town. I heard that. I, you know, I read that. No. I read that on Twitter. Like, wow, they're like Lamar's expendable, and they don't have to pay him that huge money anymore. It's like, I don't, I don't, I don't agree. I don't think this has just case. been brought to our attention here at Losing Sucks. And Dustin, uh oh, I see that you didn't want to mention this. My heart hurts for you, right now. Because oh Tyler Huntley is the reason that you were knocked out of the shrink league. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I do this for the people. Um, this is sad. We hate Rob. Yeah. Goes with Huntley at the last minute yeah. on Sunday and beats Dustin by less than four yeah, points. knocks me out. It hurts. 
it's uh, especially in a league that I created, um, in a format that I, I feel very very sad right now. I just realized. You this know, league. it's okay. This league has been a lot of fun. Um, I will have to continue managing the league. Um, if anyone's interested in this league format, please hit me up because I I want this kind of to spread. I think it's a lot of fun. It is so fun. Um, it, the decisions. We're going to talk about it more this offseason, but the decisions that you have to make coming down, like at the end of the league, the whole the whole format of the league is you're having to choose like, all right, do I cut Travis Kelsey this week or do I cut Cooper Cup? Like you're you. The, you the whole point is if you it's, make it's it to intense. the championship, it is a three V three matchup and you need to win. Um. Anyway, last name we're going to bring up could be of consequence. Honestly, both receivers for the. The Lions had a big game, but Amon Ross St. Brown putting up eight for 90 and one. I don't know necessarily um, that like Travis kind of gave a uh, a disclaimer at the beginning of this segment that we're saying that these guys are going to be huge stars moving forward, but they at least got you into the next round if you had the cojones to start them. You know what? what? There are guys like these guys that we just listed. Craig Reynolds. Duke Johnson, Huntley, Amonra, St. Brown. When we look back five, ten years back, if you win this championship and you started one of those guys, you remember their name forever. Oh, for sure. I love that about fantasy football, that you look back and say, oh, man, 2021 was epic. Remember I started Craig Reynolds? Unbelievable. I mean, that is... That's what this list is. They're the heroes we deserve, but also that we remember. You guys, yeah. these four guys that I'm sure you're listening, they are going to be an infamy in our head, those of us that win because of them, forever. And it's beautiful. Or if you lose. <laughs> or, or if, if you, you lose, lose from them. Yeah, yeah, true. Because losing does suck in that way. Uh, you lose to a no-name. You're like, who is, who is this guy? But that that just makes for interesting fantasy. Honestly, it makes fantasy interesting. Uh, if you're as long as you stay in it to have fun, that's what matters. We've got a uh, now that we've got some time, Travis, and you know we like to we're kind of going to start shifting into off season mode here in the next few weeks. You know we've got a couple other you know we've got an episode that we're going to be recording later this week to kind of prime you for the next. Um, the next matchup that you're facing here in week 16 gets you ready for the next week of the playoffs. But for right now, I want to talk to you about some formatting for maybe some leagues you're in. Maybe you are in, you know, at a dynasty league, uh, a year after year league where you don't have to draft each year. Um, you just kind of keep your same players, build the team you like. And maybe you're in a, in a league with strangers you never met, or maybe you're in a league with some friends that you, you do know, whatever the case may be. Here's a question that is, has been posed in a lot of forums, but also gets posed to me as a commissioner of some dynasty leagues. Travis, what are your thoughts on trade deadlines? Because the fantasy playoffs just started, and you just mentioned, like, this, this week has been crazy for fantasy. Um, do, you, do you think that trades should be allowed up until, you know, right at the playoffs? Or do you think there should be a trade deadline before the playoffs so that way, you know, quote-unquote super teams aren't formed? Because I can kind of see some arguments for and against this right now. I am, if you're in a dynasty league, I believe there should be no trade deadline at all. Okay. I've heard some arguments of a trade deadline 
to where if you're eliminated from the playoffs, you can only trade with other teams that are in the playoffs. Right. That's how we have it in ours. And if you're if you're still in it, you can trade with other teams that are still in it. Okay. Which I get. That has pros and cons as well. It helps eliminate power shifts at this stage of the season. However, the fantasy league right. for me where we do not have a trade deadline, I lost Adam Thielen and Kareem Hunt and DeAndre Hopkins all in the same week or or span of 10 days, and I was the number one Ouch. seed, still am. And B, we don't have a trade deadline, and so I said I need to make a move because now I've got an, an open spot where I'm not comfortable rolling Jeff Wilson or somebody like that out there down the stretch come week 16 or 17. So I moved a future first-round pick, 2024 first, for Hunter Renfro, who has been on fire. He had a rough week this week, but I had to buy anyway. Oof. That's the type of move that I think makes sense for both owners because he was eliminated. Hunter Renfro is an all-time sell high right now. We both think that he will be great. Moving forward, he will be a reliable option. A top 30 fantasy receiver for the next two to three years, I think, is a safe bet. But first-round picks are are guys like Javante Williams. I agree with that. And those are top 12 running backs going forward, which is incredibly more valuable than Hunter Renfro even. So that manager that has Renfro, who's out of the playoffs, it makes sense for him. He can make his team better in the future for sure by moving a really hot Renfro for a, a future first. And it makes sense for me because that's two years away. I can go get a pick back later if I need it. I'm in a position now where I need a player. Even if I'm Absolutely. overpaying, I need a body who's producing. So that to me is a deal where it shows how this can really work yeah. for both owners in in the situations that they're in to not have a, a trade deadline. What it takes is you have to have a league full of managers that know fantasy football, respect the integrity of the league. And once you establish that, I think then you can remove that trade deadline. But if you don't know the guys and you don't trust anybody, then yeah, you're leaving Mm -hmm. yourself open to a lot of, of BS that could really damage the league this late in the season. Yeah. It's, I mean, no league is perfect, um, obviously, but I think that one of the cons to having, um, to I guess not having a trade deadline, um, would be that people could possibly leave the league, um, if they decide to, you know, let's say you're a contender, you trade away all your future picks, um, and you try to, you know, push for this playoff push, and then you end up losing. Well, now you become disinterested because the whole thing with dynasty is either you're 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 excited about the future or you're winning or you're you're competing um people get you know disengaged Uh, a big reason for your your dynasty league success should be engagement finding ways to keep people interested and if people don't have a future if they've given it all away um there's you know maybe there's no reason to care so here's an alternative that i i would offer um in terms of just to kind of keep the balance so if you set a deadline um you know, maybe keep the possibility that if someone wants to trade after the de- deadline, maybe they pay their dues in that league, you know, two years in advance. I did have to do that. Immediately after the trade, I was requested to pay 23 and 24. Yeah. So I think that is that is a nice move by the commissioner to say, 
the trade will go through as long as you pay your dues for those future picks. For sure. I think it's that's just, a good point. Because ultimately, I mean, the goal is to have fun. And, you know, that's what everyone you know should be doing. Um, at the end of the day, I don't think there's a right or wrong. I think it's a, if everyone agrees to do this, you know, you're adults. That's that's what should be done. Um, no one should be forced into anything. But, um, yeah, I think if you have a trade deadline, honor it. If not, the main thing is get everyone to agree. If you can't agree, a majority should do. Um, but that's kind of where I'll leave that that point. I think the people that will be upset that will be upset are the ones that you're competing. Like, oh, for sure. The other guys that are in the final four. When they saw me get Renfro, they were like, "Wait a second, we can trade this late." I didn't know. Yeah. Well, and that's not my fault that that you didn't I know. saw that we don't have a trade deadline. Yeah, but as long as the rules like if immediately if, they said I'm going to go get Kelsey because the Kelsey right. owner is out of the playoffs, mm-hmm. and they said I'm going to go get Kelsey. And I'm going to give two first. The Kelsey owner was like, no, I don't want that. Like, you yeah. don't know that you can get that. Oh, Probably sure. should have done it. You can, you but can always you never know. I mean, so, like, I was in, I've been, you know, in, in dynasty leagues where the trade deadline was week 12, and then week 12 passes by, and then all of a sudden someone's like, oh, wait, I, tra- I changed it to week 14, and then makes a trade. That is an instance where, yeah, you should raise a concern. Right. That's not the rules. Um, right. But in this case, if people just didn't notice, one, read the rules, be 100% aware, ask questions. There should always be a group chat or some way to stay in communication. Um, but know the rules. You know, as long as the rules are even. If, you're, if, you're, if you've paid um, as far ahead as those future picks, like you said, I think that's, a, that's the best point right. of the argument, is if you're going to trade future mm-hmm. picks and there's no trade deadline, you must pay through yep. that year. I think that, that, that kind of lets people yeah, you're know. you're you're going to stay. A, this is not a conspiracy thing. Yeah, I'm here to stay, and this was a legit move. And I, I worked on the, that Renfro deal for like six days, yeah, nonstop, and I harass people when I'm ready to trade. <laughs> yes, it's you on. do. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. If you've ever found yourself trading with Travis, it's a you're constantly. It's like getting pop up ads on your phone, but for a player you you don't think you want. I'm going to get that player. I will overpay. I will do whatever it takes. I will fly to your city, take you out, have a beer. I will get that player. Yeah, it's 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 really obnoxious. Um, Travis will so, find you, and and uh, he has a set of skills that make him a nightmare for people like you. Um, so, <laughs> but but if there there may be some more follow up questions to this argument, I think it'll yeah. be a fun a fun discussion in the off season. So if you're listening and you have some more questions on that that we didn't yep. cover, please shoot them to us. We we yeah. like to have even even if we have some guests on that are more dynasty prone players that have been mm-hmm. doing it for a while. Maybe they have experiences with this that have worked or not worked that we haven't talked about. We want yep. to learn. We want our listeners to learn so that when they face that situation, they, they handle it the most appropriate way. Completely agree. Make sure you shoot us those questions over on Twitter at losing sucks. Travis, I think that's going to end episode 42. We made it through the first week of playoffs. I hope y'all did as well. We've got another jam-packed episode coming up later this week keep your eyes and ears open for it episode 43 coming your way week 16 preview on tap we got our big picks coming up and some more information you're going to want to have heading into your semi-final matchup remember everyone losing sucks don't do it <laughs>